Hi, this is Ananda, president of the Hare Krishna community near Washington, D.C. What follows is a Sunday talk recorded at our temple. Every Sunday we invite the public for meditation, a talk, and a vegetarian lunch. We'd love for you to join us. More information is available at iskonofdc.org. That's I-S-K-C-O-N of D-C dot org. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the talk. Welcome today to our speaker, Bayahari uh, Prabhu, Bayahari Prabhu, for 20, 25, 30 years, um, maybe 50 years, ever young, um, and um, is a very well-known and loved teacher uh, of the Bhagavad Gita, the uh, Bhakti Shastri, which is four books all taught together, uh, studies himself. So kindly give our speaker, Bhai Harpabu, a warm welcome. <laughs> So I'll just start some invocatory prayers and then we will Om Gyan Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Vistam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeyaham Shri Guru Shri Yudhapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagunaragunatam Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvetam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam 
Shri Radha Krishna Padan Saguna Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitamsha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhano Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Manchakalpatarubayascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Shivasadi Gaurabhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Mukham Karuti Vachanam Pangam Langyate Girim Yat Kripatama Hom Vande Shri Guru Dinataranam Parmanandam Madhavam So I wanted to start with a little bit of a poll, a discussion. How many of you, if you can raise your hand, have heard of the Bhagavad Gita? Okay, keep your hands raised. Keep your hands raised. How many of you own a Bhagavad Gita? How many of you have read a Bhagavad Gita? How many of you live by the Bhagavad Gita? Right, we have one, two. And we have some humble devotees whom I know live by the Bhagavad Gita, but they are being humble. So the topic of discussion today is uh, living the Gita. Um, what does it actually mean by when one says that, are you living the Gita? It's a catchy term. And not just really in the context of Gita, living, fill in the blank, anything. But uh, here we are talking about Bhagavad Gita. So since almost everyone, not almost everyone, everyone raised your hand for the first three questions, know the Bhagavad Gita, own the Bhagavad Gita, have read it. So I'm not going to introduce the Bhagavad Gita in the interest of time. But uh, uh, when, uh, wh when we are speaking about this topic of living the Gita, what does it convey to you? What does it mean, living the Gita? Following the teachings of Gita. Thank you, Prabhu. Thank you. So I'll repeat. Uh, so uh, Mataji said that the Bhagavad Gita is the manual of life. And living the Gita means living as per the instructions given in the manual of the life to perfect our life. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. To perfect our life. Thank you very much. Correct, correct, correct. So when we get a television, we get a manual. Most of the Prabhuji's never read the manual. 
most of the Matajis definitely read the manual. And uh, when the Prabhujis fail, then they turn to the Matajis, what does the manual say? And then they say, this button does this. So of course, sometimes it doesn't work. Even the manual doesn't work sometimes uh, uh, there. So um, thank you very much. Very nice uh, description. Palaga um, Prabhu. She said it all. Very good. Yeah. Any other thoughts? What does it mean, living the Gita? How to act wisely. Very nice. How to act wisely. Thank you. Say that again. What is the purpose of life? Very nice. Purpose of life. So I can see that uh, participants here have definitely studied the Gita in addition to reading it. Purpose of life. Lakshmian Prabhu. spoken like a like a long practicing devotee so when ananda mataji was introducing me she was saying 40 years 50 years mostly in half joking lakshmian prabhu has actually been practicing for more than 40 years uh, so so we can see that in his realizations how how can one get um, uh, attracted to uh, krishna so uh, so, uh, so many things emerge in our study of Gita. Now, does everybody in the world read Bhagavad Gita? It's so statistically, it is one of the most printed priests of religious literature in the world. Right, it's right up there with the Bible. It is also the most recognized religious of the Bhagavad Gita. So a person who is not only teaching the Bhagavad Gita, but is also living the Bhagavad Gita, where the prachar is along with the achar. The practice and the philosophy is going hand in hand. So once we are able to take shelter of a bonafide spiritual master, the next important step is to follow the instructions. So we may have everything. We may have faith in Krishna. We may be reading the Bhagavad Gita. We may have taken shelter of a guru. But unless we follow the instructions. So, so the term the term surrender means, so, so surrender is actually a verb, active. The term surrender means that one actually follows the instructions. Right? It could be a state also, I'm in a surrendered, uh, I'm in a surrendered state, right? It could be that. But surrender actually means surrender to, to instructions. Prabhupada was going in a train in India and then somebody said, came there and said, uh, Swamiji, give me your blessings. And uh, um, Prabhupada uh, started instructing him that uh, take to spirituality, take to devotional service. Say, no, no, give me your blessings. Prabhupada said, I'm giving you my blessings. <laughs> These are the blessings. The instructions of a sadhu are the blessings. How do you receive those instructions? By following them. Right? Uh, otherwise, it's not that somebody 
rubs your your head with their hand and then everything is okay. The practical way of receiving the mercy of a, a great personality is to receive instructions. When the heart of the personality opens, they'll give you instruction. And when you follow the instructions, then you receive that mercy. Now, um, so in the interest of time, I'll, uh, I'll move to the last step, which is the, so when we, when we follow the instructions of the guru, the, the, what, what will sustain us is the association of like-minded people. So difficult for us to follow the instructions by ourselves. Possible, but difficult. Because when you're practicing, then practicing requires a lot of support at every stage from your friends, from your family, from your wife, my children. So th that support one gets when one practices in the association of like-minded people. That's why we have so many Bhagavad Gita study groups. We have in the, in, in the area over here, we have Bhakti Vrikshas that meet regularly so they not only collectively read the Bhagavad Gita, they also share how the practice is going. They also share the challenges and how the Bhagavad Gita helped or maybe did not help. But when you see that the challenge that you're having is reflected in somebody else, and maybe the person has been able to move beyond it, then you get inspiration. And in this way, our cycle of living the Bhagavad Gita grows. It's a spiral. So it's not that we can only read the Bhagavad Gita when we fully surrender to Krishna. No, we totally surrender to Krishna. It's not that when we read the Bhagavad Gita, we will understand everything. No, there are people who are reading Bhagavad Gita for lifetime. And still they say that we have only scratched the surface. So it's not that you open it, read it cover to cover and say, I've read the Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita is, can, is always giving new realizations. It's not that the instructions will come once and completely change your life. And it's not that your practice will become perfect from the day one. But as you go through these stages, as you practice, then you go back to the first stage that the theoretical faith that you had in Krishna now becomes stronger. Krishna says that one of the keys to happiness is being detached. You start practicing detachment. And then you see that happiness is actually manifesting in your life. And you say, okay, looks like Krishna is on to something. Let me see what else is Krishna saying. So now you go back with more faith. So your faith in Krishna increases. The depth which which you study the Gita, the realizations you get increase. Your surrender to the instructions of the Guru increase. Your faith in your, your determination in your practice increases. 
and then your faith in Krishna increases even more. So in this way, in a in 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 years after years, days after days, moments after moment, this cycle is nourishing itself. And before you know it, you are living the Gita. Your life has changed. That every moment you are without even being conscious. It's like when you try when you earlier on learn how to ride a bike, then so many things to be aware of. And like do this, do you keep getting knocked off. Like do this, like this, you should keep your back erect. And then after that, you just ride the bike. So as this becomes our second nature, muscle memory, then we are constantly, every moment, without even realizing it, living the Gita more and more and more. So in case you do not have Srila um, Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita, I would strongly, strongly recommend that you get one. If you're able to uh, become a part of a group, whether virtual or physical, that is reading the Bhagavad Gita, strongly recommend to, to do that. Read the Bhagavad Gita. That's, that's our first introduction. Don't, don't expect to understand everything, but at least read it. Prabhupada's purports are illuminating. At least, at least uh, read it once. And then that will give the inspiration to study it. And that will give the inspiration to practice it. So I'll, um, uh, I'll pause over here and see if there is discussion for a few minutes. Yes, Prabhu. Wait, wait for the mic. It's coming. So in the beginning, you raised questions, you know, and one question was that how many people live by Bhagavad Gita, live? And you were disappointed because... Ladies, gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen. I'm coming to you, just giving the ladies a chance. Come on. All right, I'm just going to ask when then I'll be... <laughs> we'll come back to you, girls. Um, Service. What is? How does service? You you mentioned all the lovely walls that can help open the Gita for us. So, what role does service have in in uh, yeah uh, helping us enter the teachings? Um, thank you, Mataji. So, so we were building our house, right, with the with with the the various aspects of uh, um, living the Gita. Service is the roof of the house. Service is what gives us shelter. So uh, when, when we do service, then everything that is spoken in the Gita comes together. The mood of humility, the mood of, uh, of uh, activities with a sense of detachment, the mood of samadrishti, understanding Krishna's position, all of it comes together. So just like the roof is sitting on all the walls of the house, the service is giving shelter. So um, 
Uh, it's probably a good topic for the next lecture. True, if you're lucky. If you're lucky, yeah. Take notes, good. Prabhu, so we relate our life incidents to what we read, and that helps us understand and go. Very good, thank you, Prabhu. Still answering the question. Hare Krishna Prabhu, thank you so much for a beautiful class. Uh, I just have a question. Wait, wait, we're still answering the question. Okay. Okay. We'll, Before we'll we jump to your question. Yeah, we'll come to you, Varsha. We'll come to you in a moment. Any other points on? How I to get past Rajinish Prabhu? How to get past Chapter 3? Prabhuji, st read, study, and then live. And there are different formats of reading also, right? Like we can just read the translations first, and, and in one go we can finish it very fast, and then we can read with purports. We can do chapter-by-chapter chapter studies. So I think go and you know use the spiral methodology. That may also help. Okay, okay. Thank you, Rajesh. Just, just to add to that... Um, yeah, I just, just made a commitment. So also another thing that's helpful is to get a, a buddy, somebody somebody in your life that you're going to say, you have to ask me every day, did you read your chapter of Gita? And there's also this nice app called Be a Sage, page by page, and you can set a number of pages that you'll read a day, and then you can check into that every day and... You know, so there's different support systems in place to to just keep you back on the track. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Thank you. And uh, I was thinking, after preparing, like Prabhuji said, like writing notes will help, but end of reading the whole chapter, like make a summary notes, what is this chapter is telling all about before moving on to the next one. So that kind of keep things in nutshell in our brain. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So some very good suggestions, Prabhu. Let me summarize them for you. So, and I'll add one of my own, So, which probably is most applicable to me personally. So one is study group. Study groups are very helpful because, as I mentioned, you're not the only person who has this challenge of not being able to uh, comprehend the Gita in its entirety. So study groups help that way. Um, notes, taking notes. The difference between reading and studying is taking notes. That whether uh, whether they are few bullet points or they are more copious notes, that uh, um, uh, that helps. Um, uh, third point that I would like to add from my side is that uh, it it is important to read with the understanding that you will not understand it. Mm. So as long as you are you have that thing that I haven't understood this, so I can't move forward, you won't move forward because you can't understand it. It's, it's a lifetime of endeavor. Mm. Um, in, the, in the fifth chapter, Krishna explains this correlation between jnana and vijnana, between phenomenal and numinous, between knowledge and wisdom. And some kind of something you can understand by reading, something you can only understand by practice. So as you read, you read it and say, okay, I don't understand this, but let me go on. Mm. When you practice, then 
new realizations will come. And then you'll say, okay, this is what Krishna means when he said this. But there's still stuff that I do not understand. As you practice more, some new realizations will come. Right? So uh, uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's not a piece of book, it's a person. No, no less than the personality of Godhead. Mm. Right? So uh, how long have you been married, Prabhu? Thirty-six years. So you have understood your wife completely. <laughs> so thirty-six years you haven't understood your wife. Just three chapters understanding Krishna. Little ambitious. Absolutely. Over and over. Over. Yes. 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 Thank you for the wonderful question. So we have Varsha, right? Varsha mm-hmm. wanted it. Hare Krishna Prabhu. I have a question. Like as you mentioned, uh, like uh, Gita also tells about the duties of a human being. So how will you explain to a person who says Gita tells you about the duties and that's why we have to do our duty, take care of our house, take care of our kids and uh, not to get too much accustomed to devotional service, going to temple, going this duty, doing this duty, doing that duty, instead of taking care of your regular routine. So how will you explain to that person? Thank you. So there is something that is known as uh, Ardha Murga Nyai. Ardha Murga Nyai is uh, uh, half, half hand logic. So there is a person who had a hand and the hen gave eggs, and he liked it. It would also eat. He did not like it. So he said, I'll cut it into half. I'll just keep the part that gives the eggs, not the other part. So he cut it into half, and he had nothing after that. So uh, when you accept the Bhagavad Gita, you have to accept it in its entirety. If you're cherry picking, stuff from the Bhagavad Gita, that means you're not taking instructions from a bona fide guru. So this is what will happen when you take instructions from your mind. Like uh, says that do this, Krishna says do your duty and you pick that in its, in its, in an isolation and then say what is my duty? My duty is to is to uh, build my bank balance. My duty is to um, ha- build the biggest house, have a better car than my neighbor. Right. So then you cherry pick it, you fill in the blanks yourself. You're essentially speculating on the whole thing. So yes, Krishna says, do your duty. But then Krishna also says that you surrender unto me. Krishna also says that you develop the qualities that are conducive to the mode of goodness. Be charitable, be kind, be be uh, equipoised, be detached. So Krishna says all that. So what do you say to a person like that? Depends on how well, what is the nature of the relationship of the, that you have with that person. If it's a casual relationship, then if the person says, the Bhagavad Gita says, do your duty, then telling the person that, find out what your duty is from the Bhagavad Gita is a good segue into the person doing going deeper, and of course, if you have a more a more confidential relationship, then you can have more relevant discussions. 
Hare Krishna, thank you. So the question is, uh, what I can hear is... Thank you. 